Good evening, gents. We're at the sharp end of the year. We should be celebrating, and we will on a day that Huey Hefner died. Hey, I'm distraught. Anyway, let's move on. Move on with the footy. Let's move on with the footy. Lynchy, Jono, and Rosie. What about that game last week? I can't convey to people who weren't there yeah. just how exciting it was to see a crowd of 95,000, 90, 92 of them just fever pitch. I've never experienced a game. You, you Ruzi, a couple of tourists, you blokes. Well, Ruzi, I know I've never pulled my no, phone out no, at the football no. and filmed the crowd, and I go sideways here. And I've got you in my picture. Yeah. You're doing the same. <laughs> and I Have got, you ever done it? N never. And I, and I reckon thirteen-year-old girls, you are. <laughs> 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 I, I tell you, yeah. Yeah. yeah Rosie was going. Yeah, yeah, someone yeah. Did it, <laughs> actually, <laughs> if we were quick enough, someone needed to ring them, right? Oh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, cut out yeah. your, uh, <laughs> your video. I tell you, the reason I did Rob it like is for exactly <laughs> what you said. It's hard to explain to people. Yeah. And to put it into perspective, I mean, a couple of people said to me, "Oh, yeah, there's always 90, 95, you know, hundred at grand finals." But the uniqueness of it is 90,000 were barracking for one team. That yeah. hasn't happened before. So the uniqueness is, you know, obviously 05 was fantastic, as your grand finals were, but as good as it was for the Swans fans, you still had a lot of Eagles supporters there, a lot of neutral Neutrals, supporters yeah. there. To have 90,000 Tigers fans, and, and I'm spitballing, four or five or whatever they were, Giants, maybe not even that many, I no. don't know, was just extraordinary. That's yeah. why I say to people... The most unique moment for any footballer ever in his entire footballing career is running onto the ground. The moment he hits yeah. the turf, because that's the only time in those 100,000 crowds where everybody screams. It's like half the crowd scream when their yeah. team kicks a goal. Yeah. The others go... But when you run onto the ground, half scream, half boo, and it's solid noise. That was the first time... They've all been screaming as one. Crazy. That when, mass. When Dusty kicked that goal, yeah, first yeah. goal of the last Who quarter. Who in about the third? Yeah, oh, was, in the last quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the loudest yeah. I've ever heard the MCG. I think all Richmond fans knew that they were, they were going into a grand final we after about that, and they that, went nuts. We talk about that time. At halftime, when it was tight, and sitting on the stage with you guys there, looking at the uh, anxiety on the faces yeah. of the Richmond supporters, that sort of our age, that have been starved of success for so long, they were ashen-faced, they were glassy-eyed. They were thinking, oh, no, yeah, he's going to yeah, go yeah. south again, surely. But amazing, just that last quarter, the celebrations then just bubbling out afterwards. Wow. And, and that's what makes Grand Final Week. You have that time where you sort of enjoy for a couple of hours, and then it's straight into preparation. I loved how they preparation. wrote Crystal the way, like the doggies did yeah, last, last year. Right. They, yeah, they have said, to. You have yeah, to. let's absorb well, it's it. It's a bit different. Adelaide seemed to be a bit more steely and determined yeah. and it's, it was all one week to go whereas yeah Richmond I think celebrated the win on prelim final day did you hear during the week there was a, a lady an audio what do you call it a hearing expert who said oh, I'd like people to take along earplugs because you could damage yeah. your ear <laughs> you could fear no way well, we're that precious <laughs> I'll tell you what's unique though it's, it's amazing. Eight, what is it 1898 yeah. the last time it was the last mm. time that no players got grand final experience that is, all the stats that we talk through at the moment that's the most amazing one I've ever probably the most ever you're absolutely astounded by that well the most experienced guy going into this game would be Toby Nankervis wouldn't it he was emergency last year yeah. so he would have done the grand final parade so there's his yeah, experience yeah, yeah. warmed up with the boys and, and I think and that's, that's why the, some of the coaches are going to be really important for the reason that you said Derm because I always I felt when in 96 I think it's really important to embrace the crowd 
You don't want to shut it out. I think you want to embrace it when you're running out in the ground because it's a big moment. you just got to acknowledge that moment. And then once the siren sounds, it's real, real focus, focus. Mm. So I think they're going to need some, you know, a little bit of counselling from Lepa. I mean, Lepa's obviously played. Yeah, well, they've three. got a lot of experience. Dim Dimmer, yeah, Dimmer's played in a Carousel. Well, take it back even further. What happens? So you have they had their ten minute uh, post match meeting. What happens um, the next day? Would you, I remember with Lee, he mapped it all out for, yeah. for us. So on the Sunday, we beat Richmond two thousand one. Uh, we had our recovery 10 a.m. the next day. He said, different this week, all the families in. So bring your kids, bring your girlfriends, wives, everyone in. And he just mapped out exactly what was going to happen through the week. So it gave you confidence because we hadn't been there before. Mm. But just mapping it out gave us a structure to the week. one of the most amazing conversations. There's 21 of us in the day sitting inside the room when Lee's last premiership. He was captain and Alan Jeans is up there. So 20 players and Jeans in the little, what we used to call the little chocolate box room. And Jeansy was going through some tactics. He said, all right, we'll meet here tomorrow at 11.30 to leave on the bus to go in to do the parade. And Lee went, so is that on the bus at 11.30? <laughs> or we meet here and then the bus after that? At 11.30. So that would be an 11.35 bus? No, the 11.30 here and then the bus. Well, that would mean it would be five minutes later, the bus, in case you know stragglers are. All right, we can meet here at 11.35 if you want. Well, so will we leave it at 11.40 then? And it went on and on and there were nine and other blokes going... No one was, I mean, it was James yeah, and Matthews. Matthews yeah. No one dare interrupt. And you know what Lee's like, he's pedantic oh, about that's it. Right, absolutely. Oh, that's Insane. That is hey, a yeah, big week. Absolutely. Uh, Lynchy, you haven't got much of a job here, uh, friend, but you... The ins and outs. The ins and outs. Right, we'll just go through them in detail. No, no changes, both teams. <laughs> I suppose the, the one hopeful was McGovern, whether he could get up. It was yep. always going to be unlikely whether he could get up, but if he could, he was so going to go... So it's him or Ottens, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, basically, and Andy Ottens has shown across the course of probably last two years how he can be that handy replacement and, and when we spoke about it last week he can play forward or back but yeah McGovern's the unlucky one to do that hamstring a couple of weeks ago so now, do you want me to roll the gold off the top of the show or yes just... are you going to give the credit to the person that come up with the gold first well I'm, I'm taking the credit not that I knew the end result of what I was actually trying to achieve <laughs> you stumbled on gold I stumbled on gold <laughs> now, right, now, give us it then uh, now John yeah, I, know, I know I didn't articulate this you know at the Monday meeting all yes. that well so points against for Richmond over the 22 rounds 76.5 mm -hmm. yeah Adelaide's losing games scores four. 76.5. They get held exactly. So, what so, so what's that mean? Ooh. Well, what that means is, because everyone's been talking, now we're trying to analyse the game. Everyone's been talking about, well, Richmond are going to have to kick a lot of goals to win. Yeah. I disagree. Richmond play the way they play. They keep the Crows to their average losing score yeah. for themselves. Yeah. And aren't you starting to spin the wheel? I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. You've just bogged down. <laughs> play the way they normally play. Yeah. Keep your opposition to seventy-six point five. Yeah. And just kick seventy-seven. One thing you haven't covered no. off too so is what in happens? the last Who eight weeks, Rizzy. <laughs> no. The last eight weeks, yeah. the Tigers' defence mm. have averaged only sixty-four. Points yep. against. Well, two goals better. You want to go one better again? Oh, well, finals. Trump. Yeah, finals. Finals. Five? 53. 53. They've yep. averaged yep. against. Well, it's all on the back of their press. Yeah. Really? You know what that means? They brain it. 
we're doing too much. No, no you have to get some get some vision up because the yeah. press is yeah. what yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what backs it up, and yeah. that's uh, and that's what it's about. That's what allows their scores to be uh, as effective as uh, as all you three gentlemen have just uh, just pointed out. But they're working as that that collective. So you know we we understand that GWS's talent might be better, but. In terms of uh, what Richmond are producing as a collective unit is is outstanding throughout the home and away season, but it's gone to another level in the finals. That's for sure. They cut the angles with their yeah. with their legs, which I really love, but they win it back the right way. And I think the opportunity presents, providing they get into that area quick, because we know the rebound of Adelaide's going to be. They'll, they'll take those kicks. They'll take those little kicks a across. Yeah. We know they can go coast to coast. Yeah, talking to some of the teams that they've played over the last month, I mean, they're, they're a ballistic team. They're going to take these kicks. And so it presents an opportunity. It's sort of that risk and reward sort of thing. Mm. If, if Adelaide can get through like they do, then they're a massive, massive chance to, to score. Having said that, I thought Richmond at times last week did a pretty good job. Their back six when the Giants got outside them. Yep. And they looked up and they saw Rance back. They saw Asprey back. They saw Vloston back. I thought they did a really good job. But it's going to be fascinating, Dan, because they will take the kicks. Can Richmond put the pressure on, create turnovers as we saw on that first clip? They, 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 they do have several um, options to score, though, Adelaide, don't they? I mean, they can well, go long. Ottens brings it to well, ground. Well, the midfield yeah. defence can score, and then obviously, and then obviously the, the quick one over the back, which they all run so hard what, with. Exactly what you were saying there. Against the very best of both teams, you feel the talent of Adelaide win. The reality is Richmond rarely allow the opposition right, yeah. to play their best. Mm. So this is where it's set up to be Which a is getting back every game. 20 years, Alistair, a team plays their best in grand finals. Even the ones who win don't play at their best because the opposition, because grand finals are all about pressure. Yeah, absolutely. No one plays at their best grand final. And, and that's game. why Richmond, getting back to the goal that I delivered early in the show, <laughs> I reckon your first 30 seconds was really good. good. Yeah, no, you start no, I'm not going to have another crack at it <laughs> just to finish the show. But if they play the way, they've got a game style that could trouble the Crows because yeah. of the pressure pressure they put on. And You're not you going to let it go, eh? Hey? And you should finally <laughs> credit Tammy. It's not often I stumble across something that good. Credit Tammy for coming up with the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> what, about the, one? what about the Tigers attack? I mean, there's so much spoken. I mean, you're a big advocate yeah. of how important Jack is, but the, the small forwards. Yeah. I, I did went through from a, I wrote the article, but just talking about, these blokes aren't just seriously quick. They're endurance beasts. And if you can't run with them, I mean, this happens late in games. No one can run with them after half time. Yeah, their ability, and this is the, the modern game now. We're looking at the the ability to get up the ground, but the beauty of being able to get back inside 50 is exactly that. Yeah. And I, I remember probably Benny McGlynn was almost that first player that I saw. Yeah. And obviously Sydney, when we got him there, he was one of those first players. And that running capacity is enormous. Yeah. Those guys travel, as you said, Dermot, I think you did some research on some of their, their young blokes coming out of the draft. Yeah. And in that specific area, where it's a repeat sprint, yep. you know, the beat test, they're a lead in getting up in the back. And, and the beauty of that, John, it's similar to what your role was. You're able to slip, slip in behind the defenders because they, they tend to let you go up in the midfield. They because get ball focused. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. what I was going to say. At some point, they watch the right. ball. That's right. And if your team wins it when they watch the ball, good luck to them stopping you because you're, you're already in that attack mode to, uh, to have an effect forward of centre. And that, that's what makes blokes like uh, Dusty Martin so dangerous. Yeah. He mm. recognised he had Tom Scully. Brilliant player, Tom. He's not going to match him in the air. No, so he runs. No. The ball's moving forward, coming forward. He just runs right around yep. here, picks up Scully on the way and says, 
Good luck. Yeah, I'm in the goal square. Right. You guys, move up. It's only for 10 seconds. Bang, mark, goal. And when, when we talk about good luck, we've spoke about uh, going one out in the ruck as well. So Toby Nankervis has a massive job up against uh, Jacobs and Jenkins in the ruck. And, and certainly when you look at... Um, just, on, just on that. On you've that. had 128 hit-outs. <laughs> I can't believe this stat while we're on stats. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, that's, you've played full back and full forward. Yeah. I've had 124, and I don't ever remember going in a run contest. <laughs> Derm's had 79. Jono's had 55. 55. Third, third, man, third, up. Man, third man up a lot. 17 to, a, to advantage. How many of yours were to, to advantage? One, one, to advantage. To advantage. one to advantage. I can't remember. No, you he had, just he two old stats weren't around no, like that. Right. When, uh, that's right. Sorry to interrupt you. I thought that was worth presenting. We've <laughs> yeah. got no idea about the rugs. There it is. So go. Poor old Vico's got two. Two. Yep. <laughs> and he doesn't know where they come from. <laughs> I started in the ruck going against Simon Matthew. I was saying that before. and just kneed me in the throat all day. And I thought, no, give that a miss. But the Nankervis-Jacobs matchup, and then obviously Grig Rowan, in there as well is critical. Imagine if Nankervis goes down injured. You know, yeah, where, where's the backup? I mean, it's funny. We're looking at the the rankings today, myself and the two boys, Dylan and Tyler. And where to rank Nankervis? I can't remember exactly where Ralphie had him, but I, I oh, he's thought he, he's critical for that reason. And I know um, Lukey Beveridge has talked about it, you know, particularly in the first half of the season, how they didn't adjust, John, and then no third up. But, Derm, I mean, you've been big on Grigg. That's allowed that small ruckman, really, because, because of that no third up. Well, they believe in it. I mean, you've got Ivan Soldo, you've got Ivan Marich, and you've got Hampson all playing reserves football. Yeah. But if you were, really need them, bring them in. This bloke is good. He's... They were the first team to do it in the summer, too, yeah. in the, in the preseason. Yeah. Richmond were the first to do this. So, Grigg yeah. here. Held on to it all year. Look at this footage here. He feigns to go up three out of every four. And what it does, it means that because he goes up occasionally, it means the opposition does tap it. He doesn't grab it because yep. he's gone with a lightning uh, holding the ball call. But you look at the express ability to run away from the stoppage as the ruckman, foot out, doesn't bother going, and now they've got four on the ground in and around the circle. It's fair enough, they get this one out. But most of the time... He's able to be a roving, crummy yep. player on the deck and, and gets hands on that one. So it's, it turns into a dirty ball, which well, is what Richmond I wouldn't want. be cute. I wouldn't be cute. I'd go, if I was Jacobs this week and it's Grigg, I'd be punching it 20 metres forward and well, you know have... exactly where it's going. You get Eddie Betts and Charlie Cameron in that sort of spot. Lightning speed. Look out trying to stop that rather than trying yeah. to be too quick. Then you run around to where, at, where it's going. That. But last yeah. time these two teams met, J Sam Jacobs had 50 hit-outs. Mm. I mean... That's a massive dominance. That was during the time that they recognised Nankervis. They started bringing in Soldo on that to, to rest him a bit. Yeah. He was going through a real heavy workload. I reckon they're, they're comfortable. They had three oh, big ruckmen in the reserves. They yeah. went, no, nope, don't need And them. I think Nankervis will ruck predominantly against Jacobs that's the whole time anyway. Yeah, so that's it's right. going to be Jenkins versus, versus uh, Grigg. You know. yeah. One before we go to the break. Um, so... The uh, the small he could be a premiership ruckman, Sean Grigg. It could be. It could be. <laughs> um, he's been to 142 ruck contests. You know how many hit outs to advantage he's had? Oh, three. One. 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 Yeah, guess. Yeah, it's not, not a lot. <laughs> yeah. who, who to go to? Himself. Dusty, <laughs> Dusty Martin. Dusty Martin. Dusty Martin. Talk about, let's talk about Dusty Martin after the break, boys. What up? liking how you're renaming things today. We've got the Neafle, which you've just renamed the Neafle now as well. 
Well, well depending where you come from, north of the border or south of the border. So in oh, Sydney, right. they call it Neafel? Yeah. Oh, well, I, I do. They do now. I do now. I just text Johnny Blakey and let him know. Sure, he's the coach of the Neafel. I was talking to Michard, who coaches the Brisbane Reserves, and he called it the Neafel to me on the phone on the way in. Again, he's just he's he's been playing good footy in the Neafel, and just needs his opportunity. Oh, oh. We're not copping that. No. Well, Josh Kennedy hasn't missed a beat all, all season he until has then. Exactly <laughs> right. That, that was weird. a massive error from, from Josh. Well, just an apology is just all it needs, really, now. I mean, I would have thought... Well, Josh... He's, the, captain the, of there's, the, there's he's two, the captain of the Sydney Swans. He doesn't know. He's one of the most respected no, players in the competition. There's no apology here. He's been best and fairest five times in the last seven years and top We've two in the last... hundreds of people. And, and he goes and, and watches and the Neafel every week. There's two that call it the Neafel. You, go, you reckon he goes and watches the Neafel <laughs> yeah, every week? He goes and watches. He's a big Neafel man. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes to the Neafel to watch his teammates, does he? Yeah, no, very good. Well done. Yeah. Well done. You, you're, you're, not, well, you're not watching it for stats and you're figures. Now. You're watching it to see anyone are bring up that. Neafel. Are you upset because these boys trumped your stat? Is that what, yeah. is that what you're upset yeah, about? It's a little bit of grandstanding. A little bit. Let's go grandstanding about Dustin Martin, Johnny. What? Have you got right. uh, he's, what a superstar, we understand that. But the start of the game last week, interesting, because you look at, you know, everyone was questioning whether danger starts yeah. in the middle or not. Yeah. And then Richmond was just gone, we're putting danger in there, yeah. Cochin and Prestia, and the effect, look, they win the free kick here first and a bounce, but the effect of a Dustin Martin then pushing forward from this was, uh, was just sensational. You can see there, goes to the front of the contest, and that's what I like. He didn't go, he didn't go wide to try and get a chip kick, or anything like that. He just pushed straight towards uh, forward 50 and hit that front of the contest. And the impact for the team was huge because he's celebrating hard and that emotional factor of, uh, of getting on top early, he helped set the scene with that. And you can see here just his speed and ability to push over and have another, another impact. So two score involvements in, in two minutes. And it, was, and it was on. Yeah, yeah. He's in, his, in his career, he's got quicker. And we saw in the second half when he did that Yui in the third yeah. turn. The agility. Third turn, yeah. Just the, the power to get around so quickly. Mm. And the fact that he played so much time forward on the weekend. I, mean, I think... I don't, can you imagine he's going to play that much t time forward again in the grand final? It was a luxury so. to be able to send him there yeah. for 61% when I think he's about, what, 25 for mm. the season. So I reckon the, massive the, the relationship between him and Caddy is really important. Now, whether, whether there's some firm instructions about when he does go forward, but it looks to me that Dusty almost calls it himself with Caddy. I've seen a couple of times live this year where you can see Dusty's yeah, run out of petrol tickets. He looks over at Caddy, and Caddy just makes his way up into the midfield. And I reckon there's That's times where he kicked his goals, where there's effectively been no one on him. So tell us how 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 do you defend against that? So if if Caddy's got the the lockdown defender on, he's drifting forward. Dusty goes back. He's midfielder. Oh, Opposition's looking at the ball, so yeah. you've got to make sure you're communicating extremely well. I tell you, well. who was, was was good at that rocket with you guys back mm. in um, when he was coaching? There's yep. a lot of half forward wing switches, yeah. and and you're relying really a lot on your defenders and midfielders to communicate. But the defenders are the ones that can see it, so because the ball's in front of them generally. So the defenders are going to be screaming at at the mid. I've got Martin now. Yeah, you've got. Caddy, or vice versa yeah. when it happens the and other it's way. And it's a general play swap. You can't do it at stoppage. No, no, that's it's right. just way too easy. Yeah. It's a handover, isn't so it? So it's a general play. Yeah. What, what general was the driver for you guys when you were doing it there? Because the general play was the ball would go out one side, 
you was you was that middle that yep. wing knew that you couldn't get over to that that contest. So you'd slide, slide straight. Forward, yep. The half the higher half forward would know that okay, ball's that side. He's offside winger coming yep. there. He'd push up to, to create numbers around and that contest. And that's pretty much what they do. And get yeah. out yeah. because because you're out by yourself. The extra number. And yep. when it was more man on man, the extra number went. With that, it's a bit harder these days because defence hold yeah. and they're a bit more sort of assertive in their approach rather than just trailing someone in. As you were in. saying, with the Scully matchup one-on-one, that's where you can get the mismatch. If yeah. Dusty identifies there's yeah. something going really nicely and as far as the one-on-one contest goes, he can drift forward and, and drag And the difficulty for the mismatch. midfielders, if you're a midfielder, do you really want to trail Dusty Mountain down the full forward? No, no. you'd be screaming at the because top of your voice. Because you'd be screaming at the top. Yeah. That's why in that vision, we almost see the midfielders taking a little bit of licence going, oh, well, now it's going on the Tigers' forward line, but... Yeah, I'm going to track over here to the footy because I really don't want to play yeah. on Dusty. So it, it can get pretty messy, as we've seen. You mentioned before, oh, I, I put you into it, talking yep. about uh, Jack Revolt, yeah. his importance to the team. There's a lot of talk in the last few days. Oh, gee, Jack needs to play better. Jack needs to kick two or three goals. Jack needs to mark something in the forward line. You're not exactly... Oh, that's great if yep. you can, but you're not exactly of that persuasion. I, I'm a massive thinking. fan of Jack Rewald's year. I, I think he's been absolutely instrumental in getting this team into the, the finals. And I thought he was overclitical on himself last week because what he's been doing is just this. Look at that defender. It has to come across. So he's He's the guy that has to go to every single contest almost in the That was the winger, Tomlinson. That's right. He's coming off. And we've seen this time and time again. This is a unique situation. This is a very, very unique forward line. We're seeing Jack Rewald, the only tall forward in forward of the ball at at any stage. I mean, Nankervis is not going there. He was earlier in the year, every now and then. Now it's Rewald. And even though he gives away a free kick here... It stops an intercept mark, it stops a quick play on, it allows the, the smalls to set up in their, in their grid, you know, that forward 50 set up where they keep the ball re-entries. I've, yeah. I've been a massive rep for Jack Rewald. So, quantified, what's... If Fritzman come through and, the, and they win, lose... Yep. Not lose or draw. If they win, narrow margin, large margin, whatever... Quantify what Jack could do as a minimum for Richmond to win. I think last week we saw what he, what he does. I mean, he kicked the one goal... I think he maybe only had 10, 7, but Rioli's kicked 5. You know, Dustin Martin slipped forward and, and kicked 3. Because whether, even even those sides can probably plan for reward, I dare I say, not being as important. When he goes to the ball, <laughs> believe me, they're going with him. Yeah. Because they still see him as the number one. You know, Townsend's kicked how many ball. goals? Like 13 goals in the last three weeks. That's because of Jack Rewald. And Here's a lot of those have been trailing in behind Rewald. Behind who goes, Rewald. Yeah. They don't judge it right now. There's uh, Townsend sliding yeah. in early and days. Probably unless you're at the ground live, you, you see he's off ball running yep. as well. So he works mm. extremely hard. One, to clear space behind. I'm staggered at how hard he runs. Well, yeah. I, and I only noticed that early in the season when doing a, a live Richmond game. I was actually surprised because I, I had the perception, maybe I hadn't watched him close enough before, but a couple of years ago thinking, oh, well, if he doesn't catch it, he, he drops off and Three and years ago, back. if he didn't outmaneuver his opponent, yeah. he didn't beat his opponent for the ball. He never outworked an opponent. That's commonplace now. And the, yeah, other, and the other thing, home. Derm, is when, what we're not talking about is body language. This guy, Jack yeah, Rewald, he's a massive part of why this team's in the grand final because they've turned into a selfless team. They've turned into Richmond first, me second team. And no one's talking about Jack Rewald's body language. What they're talking about now is how selfless <laughs> really he is yeah. and what he's doing for this team. Well, that's why they're the closest thing I've seen to the Western Bulldogs last, last year. Last year, yeah. Everyone's invested in a plan and you can just see they're just 
predictable. They're, it's clockwork. They almost don't have to talk because they trust each other. And you just think, this is amazing what they're doing. They've just got to harness that. You don't want anyone jumping ship now. I think I can win it off yeah. my own boot. So they've invested that. heavily. You look at that there. You've got uh, Revolt, and he's running so hard at the moment. Townsend's a tackler, yep. brings the ball to ground, literally tags the intercept. Um, yeah. He's done marker. a good job, Townsend, to bring the ball to ground. Butler yep. came through, and I, I read up his profile today, and it, he was a tackling expert in the TAC, they <laughs> described him as. That means you're not getting a lot of onions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, well, they said he, <laughs> That's another way to say they, it. Yeah. They said he didn't, but he had wheels, yeah. he had endurance, yeah. and he loved to tackle. Yeah. Next one along there you see is Castagna. Is Castagna. Castagna ran in, what you were alluring to before, with a 15.2 15, yep. at the draft combine. Yep. So that's before he's got under the, the, the league club banner. He's obviously, and that's real good endurance. And not only is he fast, Rioli did the, you know it, Jono, what, what, what is the 30, oh. repeat 30 oh, the repeat, sprint? repeat sprint <coughs> test, yeah. He blew them away he did. in his year. So sprint for 30 metres, yeah, redo it. Have a break, break. Yeah, sprint again. Yeah, he blew everyone. So his repeat efforts master, and endurance. Oh, yeah, yeah, you were real good. Sprint yeah. 10 metres, <laughs> yeah. run back to the goalpost, grab the goalpost, sprint 10 metres again. Wait for 30 minutes. Yeah. On the goalpost. <laughs> well, often it didn't come down for about 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right and Kane Lambert, the last one, express with yeah. real good endurance as well. So these guys, and we saw the score line earlier, it goes like that for the yeah. last two months. And it gets the last quarter, whoop. Oh, and it goes off the, the last couple of finals. Yep. They, they seven, work hard, six and seven work right, then bang. Yeah. Yeah. Well, please. Let's please. talk about Tom Lynch. Yeah. Uh, Phenomenal player. player. Wonderful game. Yeah, he, he really is. Look, he deserves the, the star factor in, in this game as well because he's just so important to, to their, their run and drive off half-back because he's the fir, usually the first link in that, in that chain. And then so much comes from that because he'll either give the handball receive and go again or... He gets the lead up, handball receive, and then you've got the next lot of players forward of the ball. In. Yeah, that have actually got some space to, to move into I'm, themselves, in particular Taylor Walker. Yeah. I'm really surprised the team hasn't... I don't want to say tag him because he's a forward. He should have a opponent on him. But I'm really surprised that they haven't put a defender and said, go with him everywhere. Yeah, break, yeah, it, break it down yeah, earlier. Yeah, get it down because he's the one that allows them to absorb a bit of pressure off halfback Frank. Yeah. Tom Lynch is there, bang, kick goes out. Pressure, get pressure valve goes off the Adelaide Crows and then depending what everyone else does he gets a kick in the corridor or one over the top you have to lock this guy down you have to stop the ball in the forward half of your ground and he, he creates a so lot of... So who are you using? Well, I'm, maybe a Vloston or you know, he's not a super contested mark, he's a pretty big guy and Vloston's not as big as him but maybe you need someone that can but, run with him. Yeah, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm asking do you put a footballer on him who can reach over and spoil, or do you put an athlete who can run with him? Because being a such good player, yep. the advantage for him, as John has pointed out, is he's a big-ish guy yep. with the motor of a high-endurance midfielder, so he breaks the opposition's mould of the type of player they play in him. So you can't have both. What are you going to go? Somebody who can spoil or somebody who can I'm stay going with, with an athlete because I, I want... I want when you look shoulder. up, I want my player to, to be on him so that kick doesn't even get taken. Or you, block, if, or you block corridor, Ruzi, because he either marks in the corridor yep. or his kick comes back into the corridor yep. every, every well, single time. He's rarely, rarely, if he gets it wide, it comes back in. So he rarely yep. goes down the, uh, down the width. T teams are conceding that, as you're saying, because they haven't got the athlete on him. They almost concede him yeah, the half-back mark, but that's the dangerous kick. Hits on the 45, mm. 20 metres inboard and away they well, go. You better, get your yeah. you better get your forward then to slide up into that yes. space. That's what you need to do. So yeah. there's one or two mm. ways to do it. You get someone that can shut him down. Or as soon as he marks it, 
that forward has to come slide, slide lateral to, to cut off that kick. Second man in the bottom of the page there for the Tigers, Dylan Grimes, <clears throat> is constantly used yep. to mark Eddie Betts, who... Eddie's had one really good game in the back half of the year. It was the uh, showdown. Has, has showed glimpses along the way, and I'm quite sure Eddie would love to turn it on in front of 95-plus uh, for this one as well. Well, he hasn't had big games against Adelaide Crows. Most of his kicked was in uh, round three, 2016. Just, uh, sorry, against yep. the Tigers, um, with three goals. And as you're saying, Grimes has done a good job on him. I mean, he held him, played on him for the bulk of uh, round six and held him goalless. Um, Hooley conceded the goal. But before that, it was, uh, yeah, three, two, two. So he's due for a big game. And that uh, showdown was the match after he came back from the appendix Nicks. operation as well. So just struggling. But the old Jew for a good one, <coughs> hey? For good one. Well, he, just, yeah. he has those moments. I mean, he, he's... I he, thought I was he, due for a good one in the last couple of seasons <laughs> too. At, at Sydney and Collingwood. <laughs> Didn't come. <laughs> but no, he, I mean, he, he was so clean at the start of the game. He set up uh, yeah, he Charlie did. Cameron yep. on a couple yep. of occasions. He's good that's the glimpses week. I'm talking about. Yeah, that's he right. hasn't grabbed a game by the throat. No, that's right. I don't think the Adelaide forwards need to do that. That's, the, that's probably the difference between the, the two teams. You've got one team that's got a forward six that probably any one of the six can almost kick four to five goals, really. Jenkins, well, they're Walker, all yeah, they Charlie all Cameron, Cameron did it last week. Cameron yeah. And, yeah. And, and Lynch. So I, I don't think Eddie has to have a big game for them to win. Yeah. I, and I think Grimes, Grimes reminds me a little bit Dustin Fletcher. Remember when Dustin Fletcher started to play on all the small, yeah. medium Wally forwards? Matera. Yeah, yeah, Matera. Yeah. And, I don't know, whether he play on you yeah, a match? couple of times? Yeah, because that How'd long arm... I copped a lot of corkies, I can tell you that right now. He was the best at it. <laughs> but, uh, but I think, oh, I thought Eddie's game last week was really, really yeah. good. And a lot gets talked about how he needs to have a big game. Play your role, Eddie. Make, kick you one or two if you have to. And if, you have, if, you have five, if you're the one that kicks five, well, that's, you're going to take that as well. But I think Adelaide are going to share it around a little bit more. We're going to go to a break. On the other side, Benny Dixon's going to bob his head in and we're going to bring out your touchscreen as well, Rusey, your favourite. Yep, we'll go back over that stat again. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually, he can find the nurry and, and he, can, he can use it pretty well. We're going to give you a, a little bell every time you give it a nickname yeah. for the ball. He got on the planes and went back to sleep listening to him cooking me about not being overly enamoured with the agate in my early days. <laughs> you are rolling the dice because ideally you want your best player where the nut is and in the middle of the ground. Castagna hasn't touched the prune all that much over the last couple of games and he got a game like eight weeks in a row not touching the, the seed. He hasn't had the uh, onion as you say or the nurry as yeah. much as uh, he would like so that negating role is a good one. Game, as you heard from Bruzy, he wasn't a massive acquirer of the nut as it was. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, the few times that actually did get it, it wasn't real good getting rid of it either. <laughs>
Ah, <laughs> oh, beautifully done, boys. We just call it the footy, don't we? Yeah. yeah funny. Yeah. The yeah. seed. I had never heard the seed before. Well, we didn't win a lot of games at Fitzroy, so <laughs> we had to talk about something. We, we had to rename the... Because we couldn't see the TW Sharon, could we? <laughs> the opposition had that most of the time. <laughs> you never called it a cabbage or anything? Yeah. It was elusive. That's what it was. <laughs> good. All right, Rosie. Welcome to Benny. Oh, thank uh, you. Yes. <laughs> just sort of sneaked in there. At home. This is your favourite bit. You love this technology of just swapping them around. Yeah, I'm going to let Benny help me a bit here. So we'll start with the um, the Adelaide defence via the Richmond forward line. And I guess the first challenge that, as we know, we talked a bit about it, but the difference in height, you know, the height factor there, I think the lever thing's going to be an issue because he's their intercept marker. Is that the, is that the Townsend role? I would say so. Yeah. Yep. So it's probably... Which is which is sort of the Carlisle matchup that he had against St Kilda, yep. and that's going to be critical to the outcome because Lever's ability to impact the contest, yep. Lever's ability to, to mark the ball, is really really. I mean, Hardigan and Talia are more the the sort of stoppers. Yep. Um, Hardigan but, does tend to peel off a little bit though as well. Yeah. A lot of the time when that's the six we got there, but sometimes when they have the a different sixth player in there. He'll drift up into the midfield, whether it's a Lambert or someone like that, and it will become a six-man um, back line via five-man forward line. And it's literally Hardigan trying to give relief to Lever to let him off, and if they lock Lever down, it becomes Hardigan as the loose man there. But the, I, I, on that, is Hardigan the caddy Martin guy? Because he will get lost, I agree with you. I think Hardigan gravitates maybe the footy. Does that allow Martin to, to slide in behind? Who do you see? Who do you see the main matchup coming for? out of the midfield? Dustin. Yeah, Martin. when he's coming yeah. out of the match, in, in, out of the midfield. Well, you yeah. want someone that's confident in the air. Yeah. yeah. So it's probably it probably is Hardigan, isn't it? I mean, and, well, it's yeah. either Talia or Hardigan. I'd say. I don't. I don't. I don't like. I reckon the it has to be Hardigan. Yeah, yeah. I see Talia with Rewald. Yeah, I yeah, agree. Just yeah. Lock him down. And I'll tell you the other one. You got to get him up on the half-forward line, pushing up the ground a little bit. He's more dangerous coming back to goal because their, their best asset when they come forward, yep, we've only got one tall target. Jack obviously creating the contest, but his ability to get in and cause the, the chaos. You're meaning positionally-wise, positionally wise, wise, so, than, yeah. Exactly. So I know that's a mismatch. Yeah. But just swap Lever and Brown then so we get a look at it well, then because he'll drag him out a bit. You've just got to be dangerous across here, the Tigers. That's yeah. all. So you put your dangerous people across there to start. Well, you talk about across that line danger from Adelaide's point of view or Richmond's point of view. Laird, once again, was extremely good last week. He's yep. run off half-back. So we know that the forward pressure that uh, Richmond put on should stop a lot of his run, but do you put someone to Laird to actually stop him? Well, or to be Townsend has been the one that's done, but he's been more the marking guy, hasn't he, Dirk? Yep. I, I don't think he can do two. I, yeah. think, I think what so you've got to do... Lever. These yeah, guys, these say, small guys, Rusey, these small yeah. guys, Butler, Castagna and Rioli, just do it yeah, as a matter of course. Yeah, naturally. Yeah. I yeah. think you're going to have to leave that one, Al. I yeah. reckon you're going to have to say, well, Townsend's going to stop Lever from intercept marking. And we're going to have to rely on the natural instincts of Castagna, Butler and Rioli, Rioli to get in yep, and yep. do what they naturally do well. And, and they do it well on the MCG. Too. Yeah, they do it well yep. on the MCG. And you never have your smalls down here. The triangles obviously go to go that way and arrow to goal. Dicko, while you're holding the floor there, mate, you're the only one with a stinger on the whole show. Dicko's set 
That's because Get I'll... this right after your comment last week. Set, shot, <laughs> school. You've got you Jack Revolt on target. Well, this is why I come in and learn how to use the lab, you blokes. That's why... Isn't that some outstanding work? Um, you spoke about him as a player in focus, creating the contest, but he's yep. going to get his opportunities to kick a goal, and we've had a player each week. Only a little adjustment. Um, we spoke about goal kicking throughout the year, so that's why we're bringing in the set, set shot school. But one thing with Jack, Close. very deliberate. Close. Yeah, Close to mine. Yeah, Close. not bad. But the set shot, set, set shot school. We'll get there. You'll see there. Um, he just didn't kick through the footy, and that's pretty much Jack's only cue. See there, his follow through. So. We watched a game um, when we were in Cairns, Dermot, and I could see from a screen a long way away. So he's changed something different. So he tries to stab at it, and that's his bad kick. You see on the right, that's his good one, and that's his bad one on the left. So Could that be back tightness, or is that a conscious effort? That, those or hamstring tightness, or is it a, a, a change that he's determined, I'm only going to go bang and stop the kick? Well, those two kicks in mirror image were exactly the same spot on the field. So from the distance point of view, that was 30 out. So he's tried to punch that one where we saw. He just changed his action that week. Yeah. Then he went back to it. So he kicked three points, yeah. and then that one on the right was his good. But he's generally a very good set shot. Well, he is, because he yeah, doesn't come in with shot. a lot of pace. Yeah. No. So he's very deliberate and obviously in control the whole time. But that's his only cue. So when you talk about, oh, why has he missed goals? That's all you really got to look for with Jack. I, I just... agree, because that second one, the ball drop wasn't great. But because his leg came through, yep. he was uh, the ball still goes straight. Yep. So whereas the first one, the ball drop actually wasn't too bad. Yeah. The second one was a bit wobbly. And the best part about having it from 30 metres, like Lynch is the best golfer of the, a lot of us, Oh, when you yeah. get the driver... He lost the last one. <laughs> oh, did he? Oh, right. right. <laughs> he but lost. It's, drain man but it's a golfing terminology. Man. You get up there yeah. with a driver, you hit the full driver with the full swing, and then you go, oh, not sure it's a driver or not. You grip down it, thinking I'll just take a little bit off it. That's exactly what he does. He just takes shaft. a little bit off. Yeah, <laughs> and you hit it off the heel and away it goes. <laughs> but that's his cue. So when you're breaking the goal kicking down, just sort of be a good example to show because he's going to be critical yep. if he does catch a few. Yeah, we well, didn't get many shots last week, but what he does get this week, he's going to have to nail. Let's move on now. Back to your screen, yep. Rosie, with the midfield matchups. Who does what, where, and how? Yep, it's going to be as there normally is, some outstanding matchups through here. I think if we start with Sloan, I don't think Presti will go to him early, but he's probably the most obvious if there is going to be, I would have thought, as a, as a run-with role. Do, if, I would love... Yeah, that's definitely an option. I've been talking this all week. I would love to see this match-up yeah. here. Yep. He initiates. I'm going to Martin. I'm going to go with him the whole time. Presti and Crouch, a great match-up. That's a great match-up. Well, he's, he's also... I mean, he's had an outstanding season, as, as is the, both the Crouch boys. So there's a possibility that Pre, Presti or Dimmer sits back and says, well, let's just see how the game pans out. I think Presti went to Kelly last week in the second half. So there's a possibility it could be a Matt Crouch or a Brad Crouch as well. So, Dicko, Sloan, I think if he gets tagged, I think he goes to a Richmond player. It probably would be Martin. Has, has Sloan... De well, he hasn't dealt with the tag this year after what, mm. no, no. round 8, 7 or 8 mm. or so. Has he done all right when going to the third person? But he hasn't persisted with it he enough. He did, did it early and did it late last year. So he was going to the best inside player of the opposition every week. Mm. He was going and then the tag came in and he didn't really try work hard to get away from they it. They were yeah. winning. I think that was yeah. the thing that, like, even though Sloan wasn't going through a great patch, they were winning. So him doing that, Derm, probably was helping the team. Yeah. And they were winning. I, I would, if I was Dimmer, I'd probably go Presti to Sloan from the start. Yep, and I'd say start. I would do I would it because too. of that 
And I reckon it's going to be a little bit of a sh shock now because he hasn't it was been almost a decade there. <laughs> hasn't, sort of, hasn't been sort of tagged as much over the last month or so. I would do that. I All would right. go Presti to Sloan. So that happens. What do you do from Adelaide's point of view? Sloan goes straight to Martin. No, I'd leave it. I, you, I wouldn't you, do that. I you, wouldn't do that early. So you're saying he's got to fight through it. I just don't let him fight. I'd let him fight through it because all of a sudden you go Sloan to Martin. Martin starts charging forward, swaps with Caddy. Yep. You got Sloan. You know what am I doing? Am I playing the full back, etc., etc.? Et would you throw up? Charlie Cameron, say, come up as a high half forward, throw Sloan back, and then test Prestia. Are you going to come back with me? I think you still want his wheels running through the square. Off yep. As a forward, come to the back of the square and flush oh, through, just to get pace yep. around the footy. Final one before we've got to move on to the forward line, but can you tag Dusty Martin? I don't think no. you can. I don't think the way that he's playing, I think you've got to be more accountable on him in transition, and you've got to be more vocal with your defenders. Like what you showed yeah, before with the Scully-type... Yep. trying to match up. Can someone lay a tackle on him? No. He's broken no. three times more than <laughs> any other player with tackles in the league. It's mm. been incredible. Do you know what I've never, ever seen anyone do is dive under the arm. Well, that's the thing. I mean, in, in, in league and union, going under the arm under and the taking arm. the thighs. So I mean, you Because we've all drifted away that from yeah. that because you want to pin the, the arms yep. and stop the handball. Yep. Almost got a sack it. We had. And straight to the, the straight quads. Straight into the... Dicko, even before you were playing, when we were playing, I remember trying to do a straight down to a bloke once. He's come straight down like that, and he's just gone bang. He almost snapped my elbow. <laughs> They're right. a little bit more polite these yeah. days. But you look at the storm, Cameron Smith. You watch when a front row was at him at full ball, given that one. They're unbelievable, just ducking yeah. the arm and, yeah, and, and locking them up. But that's their stock and trade. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, right. Yeah, they're tackling every. Eight seconds of yeah, their match. Yep. Yeah, they're fantastic. We'll give these guys the time of All day. Right. Yep. All righty. <laughs> yeah, so down the other end of the ground. I mean, we, we touched on the... Before the, you go on, yep. can I just say... Yep. Hooley, Asprey, Vloston, Grimes, Rance, Ellis has come back in the last 18 months. That five has been together for 100 games now. Yeah. I like, I like their back mm -hmm. six. I, I think with a lot of focus is on Rance, but I love their organisation and yep. love the way they actually... Uh, communicate together. And get Asprey's a much better player than I thought he was. What yeah. about the confidence he's playing with at the moment? Yeah. Who, who, what's that? What's the matchups here? Is Asprey versus? I, I reckon it starts yeah, that way. Starts that way. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But they've got confidence for Asprey to go to the number one target inside fifty as yeah. well. So they're happy enough. So do you want Rance on Walker? Do you think? Well, I in think general so, play, yeah. you look at it. He's the well, he's the anchor. He's the mid. Yep. And he's the. Uh, See, the I link. think Tex is got, so clever. Tex will just go up into the midfield. And drag Rance out, and if Rance doesn't come with him, Walker Walker will pick holes through the inside fifties. If he doesn't have an opponent up around the the centre circle, the wings, yep. he will get so much of the footy, and he's a beautiful kick. He, he will is, yeah. ping holes yeah. through it, and Rance will want to sit back. So I don't know if you go Walker. Uh, I, Rance I think on what Walker. they are doing. I don't disagree with that. I think you've got the best organised forward line against the best organised defence. Yep. Yeah. So I, I reckon what Richmond have done really well this year is probably... I mean, obviously their defensive coach is going to talk to them, but I reckon they've got licence to match up as they yeah. see fit. And that what, that's what makes it hard, because with, with Asprey coming in now as a really good play, if it's Asprey Walker, Rance Jenkins, I mean, if Rance ends up on bets even, you know, he can play on him. So they're quite yeah. interchangeable. I mean, they obviously want Hawley... And Alice is probably the two freer type players Runners, that can yeah. run. But they've got a really well-balanced... This is a really well-balanced defence against a really, really yeah. well-balanced forward yeah, line. Last one, Digger. Yeah, I was just going to say, obviously, they're the number one team at scoring when they get it inside 50. 
that ability and stability, number one, to defend it. That that area right there, they can talk mids, yeah, they can talk... Yeah. That's the most pivotal yep. part right there on Saturday. And you said they were reliable let's, and organised. Let's probably <laughs> go to the most disorganised media performer, Brownie. Oh, that's a Yes, here we go. No, sports bet. No, not, no. Beat, we love him, though, and he's very good at what he does. It's just all off the cuff. How are you going there, yeah, mate? Yeah, very good, very good. I'll tell you what I've been surprised at so far. I thought Richmond and Adelaide have even money. Double the money on Adelaide really? so far. Gross. Double yeah. the money. I couldn't believe it. I that thought it would be yeah. very easy. Is that so, money all out of Adelaide? Uh, I, I can't break it down like that, but I can get back to you on that one. <laughs> 18 of the 20 You're biggest bets. You're going to try and answer that. Yeah, 18 of the 20 biggest bets He's have been on Adelaide. There for which is surprising. 11 of 13 Tiger wins at the MCG. Yeah. Now, first goal scorer. Interesting. We've had more double bets on Eddie Betts than any other player, but I'm going to steer away from Eddie Betts because I think Dylan Grimes, as you said, he'll get him, and he's a glove Dylan Grimes. So steer away from Eddie Betts for first goal. Jack would be good value, wouldn't he? Very good value. Isn't he in great form, though, Jack? But he has kicked it three times at the MCG this year. Four times all up, and nine of 13 games at MCG this year, the Tigers have kicked the first goal. So they love kicking Dico's the first goal just fixed goal up his goal kicking, too. Well, let's hope that he gets on it, because I'm going to be on him. I'm not going <laughs> to take any bets. Norm Smith medal. We've had a stack of money on Dustin Martin. Four of the five biggest bets have been on Dustin Martin. Why not? He's won the Brownlow's Flying. But we've had a huge go at Big Sauce Jacobs. He's $15. Yeah, I like that. I like that Big yeah. Sauce Jacobs. And Rance have had some money on Rance, too, at $15. And our special for the grand final, W... Go on. W winnings in the grand final, up to 50 bucks in bonus bet. So, W winnings. Tell us about the Rance one quickly before you go to the break. $15 in the Norm Smith medal. I think the ball will just go in there all day. He'll do some amazing things, and I Much think money they'll on the vote crouches. for it. Much money yes, on the there crouch. is. Yeah. A lot of more money on Matt than Brad, Brad but yeah. uh, Matt's the best back for Adelaide. But Source Jacobs have been super well back yeah, as like well. Brownie, you've been fantastic for us all year. Thank it's you, mate. It's been a good year. Well Thanks done, for boys. coming here every, every week. week. You, and you're going to the match. You'll be there. I certainly will yeah, be. Can't. Good on you, buddy. Thank you very, very much. Last break coming up on the other side of this. Just picked up this ripping ball. <laughs> Mate, I've, got a, I've got another job outside of here. I've got oh, other things what's to that? do as well. What do you do? Leadership, <laughs> culture, mate. I, yeah, who for? Jack of all trades. Anyone that wants to play. <laughs> Five times voted and tie his peers. Yeah, yeah the best player in the competition. That's huge. Only eight all Australians. Most people could add in their, all their training sessions and still couldn't get up to 7,500. <laughs> Believe it, I thought this was a rehearsal. <laughs> We're 45 minutes in. No, no. Yeah, you got one thing right. The head bobs. Yeah. Oh, my big head. Look <laughs> Look like Anthony Hudson walking into the studio all over the place. They're waiting for turnovers. They're waiting for... Wow. What are you doing? What have you done? He's got the screen. Oh, Can we get that? <laughs> well, we went to the tribunal. He didn't. Did you we went once for uh, abusing an umpire, and the umpire apologised to me after. Culture Club was my first ever tape. <laughs> Bombshell on Lee Team. I saw him eat a box of Ferrero Rochers one night. I did. I actually did. Single-handedly. Hey, is that Rocher or Ferrero Rocher? Oh, I'm pretty <laughs> apple, the You're like an English teacher on this show. I'm just trying to work you out, mate. That's all. Oh, well done, boys. A lot of fun. And we didn't even have to put Niaffle in there yeah. once. No, no, no. Well, we've cleared that up. That's not a joke anymore. That's serious. That's oh, Niaffle. Always going to be a joke, mate. Make no mistake about that. Well done, boys. Good fun. A year amongst all the info we get out there.
Guys, we're going to give you a couple of minutes each to give you reasons why you think who is going to win. Start with you, Dicko. Well, I think Richmond will win. I think uh, the battle that we spoke about with Adelaide going inside 50, number one, Richmond defending, number one, I think that's obviously a big area of the game. But I just think Richmond's forward and the ability when they get it in, that dynamic, not having the two talls, the one tall, and uh, obviously that pressure from those little fellas. I think Richmond are going to get the job done and uh, can't wait to sing the yellow and black. I love that thing. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Robo, you've got to come Jill. around this. How are you going there, mate? I'm going well. Mark Robinson, <laughs> gents. And the oh, I got the gloves, got on. The gloves on. I thought the doctors had finally convinced you, but no. You've got the. You've got the second, second opinion, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you guys might not have seen a lot of these. Premiership Cup, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dermot, have you ever held one of these? Mate, I use them as potties. We are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Oh, all right. right. I've got to go downstairs. Oh, cheers, buddy. Oh, great to see you, Rob. Have a good night. You on tomorrow night as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So never second stop. last show before the never grand final of the Robbo. Okie doke. Well done, D Dicker. Was that, was <laughs> that, that your minute? tip? That your, was it. That was about 45 seconds. Yeah. So your tip's Richmond? Yeah, I'm tipping Richmond. With I conviction? Think, oh, I think, uh, yeah. I've been on them from eight <laughs> weeks think, out. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. I, I, eight weeks out, I, I was on Richmond. So I'm actually really confident, Dermot. I, I'm torn. I, I think it's going to be a great game. I, I absolutely love Richmond game style. I, I, I think they've been consistent all year. They've had two really bad games out of their 24 games. I mean, the other ones they lost were under a goal pretty much most. So I love their game style. The only reason I'm going for Adelaide is I, I always think the bottom six determine the outcome of grand finals. And I just think, as well as I think Adelaide's a fantastic team. But so I really, tell us the difference between the bottom six and two teams. I, I just think if you look at last week, Seedsman can, yeah, he's kicked two goals. McKay's probably in their bottom six. I really like him as a player. He provides speed. Uh, Kelly's had a really good year. So there's a talent-driven yeah, and Richmond's a, bit a more process. Talent, talent, which is uh, not process. a bad thing. But, yeah, I, I, yeah Richmond's guys probably are, are asked to do roles. Pro's guys are probably more capable of... Yeah, two goals, four goals, possessions, etc. So I'm going, I'm going for Adelaide. No, no conviction. Adelaide, you're up. I'm, I'm going for Adelaide as well. I think defensively, the only one I'm nervous about is Hardigan, so hopefully he gets the job done. Everyone else I'm really comfortable with. The mids are pretty even both sides, but I think Adelaide can own the wings, especially at the MCG. And I'm going, I think their forward line is a lot stronger. Uh, we haven't got much time left. I reckon the Tigers will outrun them, and I reckon they'll get it done with time to spare. Oh, really? I'm going to go Adelaide. I think, uh, obviously, Richmond's defence is extremely good. Adelaide's only just slightly um, behind Richmond, yeah. so a great contest. So I'll go Adelaide to win. And I'm going to go Rory Laird to put on a clinic we got Norm Smith. 25 seconds left before our season finishes here. Dusty Martin for me. For Rory me. Sloan for me. Uh, Matt Crouch for me. Dion Prestia for me. That's an interesting one. Mm. You've got five seconds to so tell us why him. Oh, I think the matchups with uh, tagging, Martin Sloan. Tagging or not? No, no, non-tagging. No, non I think he'll have 30 Onion plus. Getting. Onion getting pushed forward and he'll get a couple. A lot of TW. Well done, boys, on the year. Yeah, thank, oh, you, thank you to Jack and everybody who's helped us. Time, gentlemen. 360 next.